It's that time of the year again, folks. Welcome to another Game Actor Quick Look, and it's iPhone time. This is, well, the most expensive exclusive of the bunch. This is the iPhone 15 Pro Max in the raw titanium colorway, and it's absolutely fantastic. It's very, very difficult to find, I think, sort of an inflex point where you can, you know, complain about anything about particularly the 15 Pro Max this year. I find it to be the amalgamation of a long journey for Apple, picking up feedback from their most invested power users and figuring out what any pro Apple user would want from a big iPhone. Now, stuff has happened this year. It's not that they're just treading water this year. First of all, you may take a look at this and see that it has a slightly different hue to it compared to the stainless steel frame from last year. Well, that is because that this frame is titanium. Titanium is a really difficult metal to work with in general, and this is grade five titanium, meaning that theoretically at least, it should have a lot of strength without you know, putting on extra weight. In fact, this is lighter than last year's 15, uh, 14 Pro Max. This is 221 grams, and you can feel it when you pick the phone up in your hand. Uh, apart from that, it maintains the IP68 water and dust resistance, which is great. It has a 4,441 milliamp hour battery, meaning that I can squeeze around two days out, and I always sort of semi to heavy use my phone. Um, and it charges at 15 watch wireless, of course, through the MagSafe coil that you have behind this backplate here. Um, there is also a slightly different design this year. Even though that it still has a square-ish shape, it is still rather boxy, boxy and industrial looking. The corners have been rounded ever so slightly, and that is actually something that you can feel quite a lot. I'm not saying that we're back to like the days of the iPhone 8, uh, and the iPhone 7, but it is more rounded and therefore more comfortable in the hand. It, it's very, very special, I think. Um, there is a, the camera array up here where there is one exclusive for the iPhone 15 Pro Max specifically. Now, that is, um, let me see if I can find it. I think, is that the old, I'm not sure which one of the cameras is it. I'm pretty sure it's this one, but you know, don't, you know, don't come after me. It's not the right one. Well, the regular 15 Pro, where we'll be going into details with the SOC and the RAM and all of that stuff. Now, the regular 15 Pro gets basically the same camera hardware as last year, but on the 15 Pro Max, you get a 5X optical telephoto lens. Now, usually that the, the you know, these uh, larger zoom capabilities comes uh, in, the, uh, in the form of a periscope, which basically bends the light this way. But this is a tetraprism, which basically means that it can bend the incoming light for true optical zoom at a fraction of the size of, say, a periscope. That obviously means in Samsung's case or someone like Huawei, that the, the large telephoto module needs to be banished at like either a larger lens or it needs to be thicker at the point where the cameras are sitting. Even though that the uh, iPhone's cameras are also sitting at a thicker point, it's sitting on this little plate here, it actually doesn't look rather like different next to the standard wide or the ultra wide, which I think is actually really cool. Now, it also uses OIS, so that means optical st image stabilization, alongside an autofocus 3D sensor shift module. Um, and the one cool thing is that it opens at a much lower aperture at something like, uh, next to something like the, uh, the Samsung uh, Galaxy S23 Ultra. This opens, that means that the aperture is f over 2.8. 
um, whether the S23 Ultra opens at f over to, uh, f over 4.9, if I remember correctly. And what that means is that a lower aperture normally means that the light intake at the time of opening is greater. So we might not get the same zoom capabilities. Uh, S23 Ultra obviously has 10x optical zoom from that dedicated telephoto module, but we should get brighter and make lighter shots, basically, meaning that there is more light to bounce around if you're doing edits post-processing, but also just more vibrant photos with better dynamic range. That is something that we'll all be examining in our full review, which we're working on right now. But for now, thanks to USB Type-C, something that we actually haven't touched upon yet, but iPhones now have USB Type-C, this also has faster Thunderbolt 3-esque data transfer speeds. If you're the kind of person that takes a lot of photos and video and want to transfer them over wire to say a MacBook or something, or that don't use the cloud to transfer those larger files. Um, USB Type-C, titanium rail, 5X optical telephoto module, the new three nanometer, nanometer uh, A17 Pro chip. This is all looking great for Apple this year. And even though that the upgrades might seem slight, I can assure you that they are not. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.